Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Deep Gripping Reality. My name is Steve Edelman, and I am your host. Today, we are going to be digging deep, taking a super deep dive into TikTok. Now, if you're not familiar, you will be very soon. TikTok is the hottest app right now. It is the hottest social media platform right now. It's actually the second most downloaded um, app on either of the of the app stores. It's totally worth checking out. Now, the interesting thing is that the target demographic says that it's 13+, plus, but it's actually about nine years old all the way up to mid to late 20s. I, for one, am on TikTok, and so are a lot of other professionals that I respect, um, and there's quite a few people on there. It's a, it's a super hot platform. So if you're in business, especially if your business relies at all on Instagram, you need to be on TikTok. And in this episode, I'm going to tell you the ins and outs of it, what it is, why it matters, how it's growing, and what you can do to really make the most out of TikTok and the TikTok experience. Uh, guys, it's literally changing the social media game. You gotta check it out. But first, I got the perspective, because here's the thing, I'm a 38-year-old man, right? I'm a marketer, I'm a businessman. My perspective is skewed. Also, I have a different taste in music and humor than, than the target demographic, which as I said is roughly 9 to 20. Um, so you got like a two-decade you know, generational area there that you're trying to hit. So I figured, you know, maybe I should get a fresh perspective. Maybe I should get the perspective of somebody who knows TikTok differently than I. And so I have a special guest who will be um, giving me a very unique perspective on TikTok that there's no way on earth I could possibly have had. Stay tuned, guys. It's about to get deep. Today I'm joined by one of my favorite human beings on the planet, partially because I helped create her. Um, my daughter is here today. She is a 12-year-old, pretty hip kid. She's pretty cool. Um, and I am her 38-year-old father who, <laughs> frankly, we, you know, we have a lot of similar tastes, especially in like YouTube and things like that. But she was one of the people that kind of turned me on to TikTok. And, and um, she watches it pretty regularly for roughly a couple hours a day. And, you know, she really loves it. She finds it very humorous. She enjoys it. So as a marketer, I'm very interested in TikTok, but I have a different perspective than she does. So Kayla, would you mind talking a little bit about TikTok? Like, how do you see TikTok? What is it? Well, I kind of see it as like this meme website. You know how like there's these like the big websites, you know, like Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, mm -hmm. Google. Like, all that jazz. I think TikTok could possibly, maybe, one day, could make it up to the top as, like, this meme website, you know? Like, where you just watch these funny videos, like, if you're having a rough day, you know? And you could, like, get a laugh at one of the person's videos, and you can make original content, or steal it from others! Yeah. So that, okay, so that's a good point. Now, would it surprise you to know that TikTok is the number two most downloaded and most popular app in the store? Really? Really, that's true. So, let me ask you this now. Um, you said that you like to watch TikTok because it makes you laugh. Um, TikTok started as Musical.ly and became a music-focused yeah. app. So there's a lot of, of the hottest music tracks. And there's been a lot of artists who have been discovered on TikTok. So my question to you is this. Do you like to listen to TikTok or watch TikTok for the music stuff, the funny stuff, or both? 
I can't even listen it. I know it's not on the, like, question you asked, but, like, I mean, I like watching it for other reasons. Like, I want to, like, be satisfied, watch something hilarious, mm -hmm. or, like, I don't know, like, mix it up a little. Not really much of the cosplaying stuff or anything, unless it's my favorite cartoon. What, which is? Steven Universe. Right on, right on. Well, that changes. I never know what, what your favorite show and is going to be. And Steven Universe actually is popular now, a lot popular now, because they just released a movie a while ago, uh -huh. and people are all jazzed up about it. Like, So they do a lot of Steven Universe stuff on TikTok? Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed that TikTok is really good at showing you what the hottest, latest trends are, um, but yeah. it's always interesting getting your perspective on it, because... You know, you watch it, and I'll, I'll, sit, I'll hear you just bust a gut laughing. So let me ask you this. What makes a good, in your opinion, what makes a good TikTok video? Like, you know those, like, comedic shows, you know? Like, um, like comedies on TV? Uh, or movies? What do I explain? Or like SNL? No, not exactly. Um, what's his name? I don't know. I'm not sure who you're talking about. Um, do you know that one comedy from, like, four, four or three quarters of a gay person? No. Aw, oh, dang it. I'm sorry. That one I don't know. I'll have to check it out. It sounds kind of humorous. So you, okay, but what makes a good TikTok? Like, what are the elements of it? What do you, what is it that you think you see that you just are like, no, that was a good one? Well, okay, let's say if God were to make the perfect TikTok, yes. like the funniest, he would add like a bit of spice. Um, <laughs> oh, what else? Adds like a bit of um, like um, self-deprecation in there. Okay, good. Um, Self-deprecating humor is good. And just slap the meme in your face. And slap the meme in your face. That's... Okay, that makes sense. Um, like, you're expecting something. Like, this is one of the examples I found. Like, um... Like, there's this one TikTok where, um... Where this guy goes to his therapist. It's just... He's the same him, character. He's playing, yeah, okay. He's playing as a therapist. He was playing as a person who was going to therapy. And it's... He's playing as this girl named Annie, and he was like, she was like, you know, I've always just been so afraid of Michael Jackson, and then she just started hyperventilating, and her therapist goes, Annie, are you okay? And and then she just gives him the like, like the face, like, <gasps> and um, Annie, his you therapist, okay? That's hilarious. his therapist just goes like, um, just has this, uh this warped face like yeah <laughs> that's pretty funny and i just bursted out laughing that's pretty great that's one of my examples so like t kind of uh twisted takes on pop culture is sometimes funny on on tiktok yeah. that's cool that's cool you know i think I, I i the reason i knew it was really kind of getting big was because you would you would bring a video to me and be like dad you have to see this and in some cases you'd be like you don't even have to have the sound on just watch <laughs> I was yeah. like, okay. But what what's interesting about TikTok is the way it works is they show you a little bit of everything and then they base 
what they show you going forward on the things that you spend time watching or that you that you show it that you like, that you heart, you know? Yeah. So um, it makes a custom experience for you every time. And so what is, what, the reason I bring that up is because what's going to be on your feed, on your For You page, isn't going to be on my For You page. Well, I'm not really going to talk about business. I'm sorry. But, like, it's good, it's <laughs> good that you talk about business. But, like, I think you should spice it up to make your viewers, like, more interested. But well. you, you're all, you can also, like, put it in the corner about, like, your business part, you know, and just put examples. Oh, you're talking about on my TikTok. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. for... Like, and for mine, I'm not really going to be doing business stuff. I'm just going to be like, I'm just going to steal some funny sounds and animate them into a drawing. Nice. That's a good idea. Like, as a cartoon. I was going to ask, if you had a TikTok, what would you do with it? And that's a, that's a great answer. That's a good, that's a good approach. I like that. I actually started, one of my favorite guys in business is a guy named Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. And he's on TikTok, and he has, like, 300,000 or 500,000 followers now. And I started <laughs> stealing his sound bites and then lip-syncing to it. And, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of funny. But, yeah, I'm still trying to figure out what I want to do on mine. Um, and I know that, that, they, that most of the people who watch or, or get into TikTok are your age or, you know, in your age area. But I also know that there are people on there who are making, you know, like, $300 when they go live or uh, $1,000 because people give them yeah. donations. So it's definitely a super interesting platform that I'm, I'm happy to be checking out and I really appreciate you taking the time to give me your fresh take on it because it's a very interesting perspective. So thank you very much for once again being a guest on my show and I promise unless you want to, I will never ever ask you to be on again. Uh, <laughs> did you add that? Yeah, it's on there. I'm just playing though. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much. And, um, yeah, cool. I appreciate it. Bye-bye. So let's start off with a little bit about TikTok itself. So TikTok's parent company, ByteDance, is a uh, Chinese company that is valued at $75 billion. Um, they're known for and very proud of their super advanced AI. So they have, instead of humans deciding which ways things go and, and what controls the, the flow of content that their apps create, it's their super advanced AI who's able to read and predict habits and choices. Um, so how TikTok works that's a little bit different than traditional social media is when you set up a social media profile in most, most other applications or you know whatever you're using, um, TikTok is a little bit different because in most cases you would set your preferences, you would click on certain things you like so that it could build a profile for you that was more tailored toward your interests. Um, TikTok gives you a bunch of stuff the minute you log in, just starts playing stuff, whatever's trending, whatever's hot, and then it sees how you'll react and interact. If you, it, it kind of takes note, did you watch this TikTok for more than two seconds? Did you click the heart? Did you go straight to your profile and start customizing stuff for yourself? Um, you know, what did you do? And what, what kinds of things have you interacted with? Do you, did you look for a certain hashtag? Did you check the trends? You know, what is it that you're into? And, and there's several different types of trends. So like, did you check out the music trends? Did you check out the art stuff? Did you check out the for you uh, uh, hashtag? 
you know, and then it'll build your for you page. That's what it's called. That's what the landing page of TikTok is tailored to you. So the TikTok algorithm is constantly learning from its users and tailoring the experience based on what it learns from the very second that you log in. Um, it also uses a little bit of, uh, of what it knows about your location. If you're in the middle of Iowa, it assumes that you like other Iowan people. So is there somebody from Iowa that is trending or that has a huge following that puts out content that gets a lot of reactions? It's going to try and, and throw that at you so, because it thinks you're more likely to do that. Now, the reason this is all important is because one of the things social media is always fighting with is how to keep your eyeballs on them how to keep your attention focused on them, how to fire off that dopamine so that you stay there longer. And the, the issue is that in most cases, if you see something shiny, you run. So TikTok's really good about throwing you random stuff and seeing, it throws all the spaghetti on the wall and sees what sticks because it wants to, it, it, it basically, I don't want to say it spams you, but it puts out mass content to try and figure out what you're going to react to the best um, and builds from there. And that's a really unique approach. And frankly, to be completely honest, it is literally reshaping the way that social media works and the way that the social media algorithms are built. And, and it's changing how people interact. Kids will sit on, on TikTok if you let them for two to four to five hours straight. They will binge watch these little 60 second videos or less. Um, because they're fascinated. They think it's hilarious or they love the music. Um, it used to be, this this app used to be called Musical.ly, music.ly, um, and then it merged with what was TikTok and became TikTok. And so, uh, you know, it, it does have a big music focus. Celebrities are starting to get on TikTok. People are starting to really pay attention because, you know, the thing is, everybody was kind of worried, is this going to be the next Vine? So for those of you who don't know, Vine was a three-second video app that was insanely popular and it was bought out and owned by um, Twitter and unfortunately they, I, I don't know, they just they couldn't manage it. They didn't know what to do with it so it ended up fizzling out and when I say fizzling out I mean they literally just shut it down. So a lot of people think that this is like the spiritual successor to Vine but there's so much more that you can do with it including make a boatload of money. So let me get more specific with that in a minute. First, let's talk about the demographic. I mentioned this a little bit earlier, but the demographic uh, is supposed to be, it's recommended for 16 plus because you can have some uh, uh, music that has vulgar language or, you know, people in bikinis. Now, they do have filters so that you're not going to get explicit sexual stuff, but there is some vulgar language on there. There's no language filter for that. Uh, out of the box. Now, you can go in and change the parental settings so it's more family-friendly, so it's more, you know, geared toward kids, um, and maybe there's not as much profanity or there's very minimal anything that could be considered sexually risque. But frankly, it's popular for age 9 to 25 and beyond. Um, and what it's doing is it's creating a platform for many content creators to just experiment and have fun. And it's making 18-year-old you know, content creators that are insanely, insanely business savvy. Um, so to kind of get into the more of the fundamentals of it, if you're not familiar, TikTok is an app that lets you record um, 60 second videos, sometimes a little bit longer. It lets you, if you have a thousand followers, you can go live. And when you go live, you can actually collect donations from the people watching. 
The really good TikTokers can actually end up getting $1,000 or more for one live session in donations. Um, TikTok does have a pretty steep rate. Last I heard it was about 50%. So they're going to take half of whatever is donated to you. Um, but, you know, even what I would say are somewhat mediocre TikTokers that are very popular um, can make like 300 bucks easily. And so you're, you're talking people who have 150 to 250,000 followers go live. And because of the FOMO, the fear of missing out, which is what it's all built on, people jump on there and they're interacting and they're donating. And that's how people can make money. There's also, um, there's also a huge opportunity for um, not only donations and live streams, but brand deals and sponsorships. Companies are starting to realize that TikTok is a real thing and really popular. And when somebody can create something and it does go viral or it consistently does very well, um, these companies are reaching out to these TikTokers and asking them to wear a certain shirt or, uh, or you know, a pair of headphones or, or whatever. So it is, there is a way to monetize it. Um, a lot of content creators are finding that their favorite thing about it is the insane, insane organic reach. Your first post can get 2,000 views in minutes. In hours, you can have, you know, 4,000 views. And it's like that hit of dopamine because we all want to, we, we want that positive encouragement. We want to see right away that something is happening and that something's a big deal. Um, it's a very fast moving platform. When you see that you have, you know, 6,000 views on your post, it's mind boggling. You're like, holy crap. And so I wanted to help, and not everybody can do that. Not everybody will put up a video like, you know, I'm experimenting on TikTok constantly and I'm kind of balancing between creating business stuff and creating stuff that I know that generation will like. The idea being that if I can catch their attention, then they'll find me, they'll find some of the business tips that I put on there. And I'm experimenting how to use it because you can upload your own videos that you've carefully edited. You can add um, captions, you can add hashtags, um, and that's extremely important. I'm going to get to that in a second. You can um, pick different um, thumbnail pictures. And, and so there's a lot that you can do with TikTok. You can add on filters like Snapchat. So it takes the best part of that. In fact, I guess the best way to describe this whole thing, it's like if Snapchat and Instagram's explore page got together and had an ugly bastard baby that was beautiful. Yeah, that, I just said that. It's a beautiful kind of ugly. <laughs> so anybody can post anything on there and it doesn't have to be super polished. In fact, it shouldn't be. Um, and so I, because it's such a fast-moving platform, TikTok throws the trends in your face. And those trends are changing rapidly. You have to pay attention and kind of do research, but you don't have to look very hard. I mean, all you have to do is hit discover. I think it's called discover, but you, you click on it and you can see what the trend top trending songs are. You can see what the top trending videos are, the top trending hashtags. And so it makes it really, really easy for you to jump on that bandwagon. Uh, whether it's challenges, certain types of music. If you're an actual music artist, there have been a, a, quite a few, actually, artists who have been discovered on TikTok and have made it big because of TikTok. So, you know, there's an excellent opportunity there for you to do it well. Now, I talked briefly about the For You page. And the For You page uh, is key because that's where it gets the most attention. That's where the virility is. So there's certain things that can help you land on the For You page, hashtags being one of them. 
So what I found after doing some pretty serious research is that there are some commonalities between those people who are popular enough to get on the For You page um, pretty consistently. Now, since everybody's For You page is tailored differently, I had to look at a buddy of mine's um, TikTok account so I could see what his For You page looks like. And sure enough, I found um, five commonalities that I wanted to bring to your attention to help save you some time. So yes, you want to do a little bit of research, but keep in mind, it is built on FOMO. It's built on fear of missing out. So don't analyze, don't overanalyze, just make. The ones who are very, very successful on TikTok are posting at least four or five, six videos a day, easily. And they'll make, they'll post them all at the same time. They, and sometimes they'll spread it out, but for the most part, they'll post it all at the same time. Um, and, and sometimes that works, but they'll record them all at the same time. Um, and then... It's, it's just they're, they're spamming the muck, mu, the mucket. They're oversaturating the market, and TikTok loves that. Um, it's, it's a big deal. It's a good opportunity there. So here's the five things. First off, I mentioned hashtags are a big deal. Every single one of your TikToks should have either one of the following three hashtags on there. FYP, which stands for For Your Page, or For You Page. Um, the second one would be For You Page. Um or for you. So any of those three work well and are always trending. And by the way, if once you're ready to type out your description, if you hit hashtag, it'll show you what the how high. And I'm talking billions, billions of people using that hashtag at the moment. So you definitely want to take a look and use hashtags. But what I will tell you that I've seen from the, I'm assuming it's an algorithm thing, is although you can put as many, tons of hashtags on there, it's not like Instagram in that you want to put as many as you can that you think are relevant. Pick three or four and no more. Only three or four. The top for you pages, um, for you page posts have three to four hashtags and a very minimal description. Almost like the description is a title. And I don't know why that is. I'm assuming it has to do with the algorithm, but those are the ones that are most successful. It's very seldom that you find a for you page video or even a video that has several thousand views that has like, you know, 10 hashtags on it. So hashtags are a big deal. Don't forget them. And that's honestly, hashtags are a big deal on any social media. If you're not including a hashtag with any post that you make, you're making a mistake because you're missing out on the opportunity to get discovered. So do some research there, figure out what hashtags are trending and jump on that, but make it relevant. That's the other side of it. So Burrito, B-O-O, Rito, is a hashtag that was trending for a couple of days. And to have a hashtag trend for a few days on TikTok is, I wouldn't say it's super rare, but it's kind of rare. And the reason is it was Halloween costumes that had to do with burritos. So it made sense to have Burrito be one of them. But if I were to post a video of, you know, um, myself lip syncing Thriller, Burrito doesn't make sense. Find another relevant hashtag. So obviously that seems like common sense thing, but I'm going to tell you, don't jump on a hashtag bandwagon just to do it because it's misleading and you will not get the traction you want. The other thing is to choose, this is number two of the, the ways to make sure that you get traction with your, with your TikTok videos. Choose a good thumbnail. It lets you pick, you can either upload a picture, which is awesome, or you can pick a thumbnail that is a free screen grab from the TikTok that you've created. And if it's silly, if it's not, you know, whatever, pick something good with lots of good lighting. And that takes me to, num to the next one. The, the third thing here, lighting really does matter. The, almost all of the best TikTok videos are either super well lit or if it's at night, you can see things very clearly. This is 
a very visual platform. And in a world where things are going more and more audio consumption, it matters that things need to be well lit. So make sure that you have good lighting when you do this. Um, the fourth thing that I'll mention is the, 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 the length of the video. So here's the deal. You can have videos that are like 60 seconds longer, maybe even longer than that. I'm not sure. I haven't really gone more than 60 seconds, but I, you might be able to. The point is, though, the most successful TikToks, for some reason, are between 11 and 15 seconds. That seems to be the amount of time that people want to spend watching a TikTok, unless it's a really, really good thing with a lot of value or something really funny or really, really engaging. 11 to 15 seconds seems to be a very, very uh, good amount of time to do this, to, to make a piece of content that people will actually enjoy and engage in. And it, I mean, being a little bit more old school, 11 to 15 seconds, that that's ridiculous. Like that is a tiny amount of time. So creating a piece of content like that is crazy. Now, what is in that 11 to 15 seconds is completely up to you. You can do a bunch of quick cuts and, and short clips and whatever. You can make it lip syncing, you know, whatever. That works too. Um, but, you know, that's that's completely up to you. But it 11 to 15 seconds, I found, is best. Um, now, the next thing that I'm going to tell you about is the importance that music plays. I've mentioned that, that music.ly is uh, the predecessor to this particular app. That being said, it's still very much in the TikTok DNA. So you have two options when it comes to including music. The first one is that you can actually have it as the soundtrack and um, lip sync to it or do something and right when the beat drop happens, that's when you do something crazy, whatever. You, you can you know pick the trending song and, and do something with that. Um, I, I found that even more than a hashtag, a song that's popular can get you on the For You page. Um, and that, that seems to be true, like the majority of what's on the For You page. If you like one piece of content with that song, um, that'll be the commonality that it looks for. So choose your music wisely. And if you don't want to do lip syncing stuff, it's, if it doesn't make sense, have it be... Um, the background, because you can you can actually have the vocals and the actual original audio be part of it, and then have background music that plays in in the background of it. So um, that's something that you can do as well. If you wanted to use, I mean, a way to hack the system technically would be to pick the most popular song, the most trending song, turn the volume on it all the way down, and then do whatever you want with with the the audio. Um, I don't know if TikTok's AI is smart enough to pick up that you did that. It probably isn't, but yet. But it's it's a potential hack. I haven't experimented with it enough to know for sure. Um, also, collaborations are a big deal. One of the big draws to TikTok for the younger crowd is that you can collaborate with other people. Um, and so, you know, if somebody does a video and you want to respond to it, you can create a video that goes with it, and that is a really good way to piggyback on the success of their virility. It's a really good way to add a fresh take and introduce yourself to a whole new audience. Um, and that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a pretty big deal right there. So it, it, it is huge. So now I'm taking you to the pro tip. This is the mother of, of tips right here. I think you'll really appreciate this. By default, yes, it's free. TikTok is free. By default, you will not have a pro account. The pro account is also free. If you go into your account settings, you can activate a pro account. 
Now that indicates that you are either a business or some kind of an organization. You're some kind of professional organization. I'm not entirely certain what that does to the algorithm and to uh, boosting your organic reach. But what I do know is that the trade-off is that it offers a very, very extensive, far beyond what it normally would, extensive um, view of your analytics. So you can see what your audience is, who your audience is, what they're looking for, what's been successful, what hasn't on a much bigger scale if you have a pro account. So activating a pro account is a good idea. And the best part is if you find that it is affecting your reach negatively, you can shut that off and revert back to a normal account at any time with no problem except for you won't get access to your analytics anymore. Anymore. The thing is, the analytics are there. Why not use them? Why not see them? So I mentioned that we're getting into the super pro tips here. This is the, 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 the Mac Daddy top of the line tips. Now, anybody who has listened to any of my previous previous podcasts knows that I'm all about creating content at scale. I'm all about creating multiple pieces of content. TikTok allows you to do that super easily and share across other platforms, specifically Instagram. I'm going to tell you right now, TikTok is the new Instagram. If TikTok were to add the ability to add simple straight pictures to make memes and things like that, they would overtake Instagram in a heartbeat. A lot of people are already saying Instagram's organic reach is shot, that it's it's done. It's done. It was cool, but now it's done because it's a pay-to-play world. And that may be true. I mean, it is owned by Facebook, but right now the organic reach is so pure on TikTok that if you create a video on TikTok and have a sweet background to it, really cool filter effects, whatever you want, right? You can actually share that to either your um, Instagram feed or your story. Now, it's important to note that if it goes on your feed, then it's going to be a square shape and TikTok videos are almost exclusively um, long form video, like tall videos. You know what I mean? They're they're, uh, portrait style instead of landscape. So the feed, if you're going to put that on your feed, it's going to trim off the top and bottom. So if you're going to do an overlay of a hashtag or a sticker or your website, whatever you're going to do for text overlay on the TikTok, you got to keep that in mind and try and keep them closer to the center if you're going to feed it, put it on your feed. If you're going to put it in your story, then it will show it long the uh, um, portrait view. So that's important. But what's, the reason that's kind of cool is that when you create a TikTok video, it saves that to the hard drive of your phone. It saves the video and you can then, like I said, share it on Instagram, which then lets you apply their filter to it. So you can brighten up the the video if you want to, whatever you want to do. There's just a lot of potential there. And the cross sharing, I mean, it makes a lot of sense to do a video on TikTok and then share it to your Instagram page. And if you share it to your stories, then it gives you the option to share it to both your Instagram and your Facebook. So you see you're reaching three different social media platforms with a single post. And, you know, if it's relevant and timely and good, you're stretching your reach so much farther. And that's the thing that I want you to really take away from this this podcast is that TikTok is the gateway drug. Okay? It is the gateway social media. Because if people like you on TikTok, they're going to seek you out on the other platforms that you already have an established audience. The only downside to creating something on TikTok and then sharing it to um, Instagram or Facebook or any other platform for that matter is that it puts a little TikTok, um, you know, shaking uh, thumbnail image, not thumbnail, but it's a, it's a little watermark image kind of, <coughs> pardon me, with your TikTok 
um, handle on it. So as long as you're consistent, so for example, my handle on uh, Instagram and on Facebook and on uh, Twitter and on TikTok are all the same. It's TDGR podcast. So even though it's showing the TikTok logo, it's putting at TDGR podcast on those videos for me. So it's branding it for you. There's no reason not to do that. The hashtags and stuff don't transfer over when you're sharing, by the way. You'll need to actually go in and and create the the actual text. But that video content is super great. And the best part, I I keep saying the best part, it's all great. One of the things I absolutely love is that you can then extract that, the audio, if you have the tools like I do, you can extract the audio from the video and use that for a podcast. You can use it for just about anything. So it's a really cool uh, platform. It's really neat. It's really expanding. And, you know, I can hear it now. A lot of people are going to go, well, you know, if it's too much like Vine, what happens if it dies? The consensus is it's not going anywhere. In, in fact, it's growing. If anything, it's going to overtake Instagram and possibly other platforms as well. TikTok is where it's at. And yes, there is a, y- a younger demographic now, but it's already growing to uh, an older, it's already expanding to an older demographic, not just because people like me who had a child on it, who wanted to see how it worked, are diving into that, but because that's the nature of the beast. They mature, the audience matures. So here's the reason to get on TikTok today. I'm talking create an account right now if you don't already have one. And if you do, do me a favor, pop over and and follow me um, at TDGR Podcast and I'll follow you back. We'll help each other grow, okay? But the reason I want you to do this, the reason I want you to create a TikTok is because one, it gives you excellent practice creating content and editing it in a quick format. Um, And two, it's exposure, it's brand equity. And even if TikTok were to die tomorrow, you take that brand equity with you. Like I said, if they liked you on TikTok, they're going to seek you out on the other platforms that you're more heavily invested in. So it just makes sense to to get on that now and just have one more way to communicate with people and to get your message out there, no matter what that is. Whether you're into health and fitness, whether you're into you know sales and marketing like I am, whether you're into certain types of music, whether you're just looking for a place to be funny, whether you want to, you know, whatever it is, if you're trying to understand your um, audience even, TikTok's a great way to experiment without having to worry about too much um without taking it too seriously as far as what you're putting out there. The uh, another yet another reason to get on TikTok is that I, I mentioned this on the last podcast that I did with uh, with Trevor um, with Trevor Ray. Okay? Kids control the wallets of their parents. That's why when the bigger brands start to realize that TikTok has value and want to start paying and promoting themselves, they're going to do that in a big way because if I see if my my if my daughter who's 12, uh, who's big into Pokemon, sees a Pokemon TikTok for the new Pokemon game or whatever, or even movie, a mini movie trailer, she's going to tell me about it and she's going to want to spend my money. It's just a fact. Kids control their parents' wallets in some way, shape, or form. And so you need to get on this platform now while it's still relatively, I mean, it's been around for two years, but while it's in its hot phase and everything still has a, a pure organic reach because now's the time to build your audience because when you do that, when it does get to a point where the organic reach is not as hot as it is right now, 
you'll still have organic reach because the algorithms will be feeding people to you because you have a big audience that reacts well to the content you've put out. You'll create a library of content, not to mention little video snippets that you can use to piece together in a compilation for YouTube, to put on other platforms, to take the audio out of, essentially whatever you want. It's an excellent way to really get out there and get some exposure. Um, I seriously, seriously think that you should be considering TikTok no matter what you do for a living, figure out how you can make it work. And the videos don't have to be crazy polished. Like I said, they just need to be consistent. Um, if you don't have a whole lot of time, one to two a day, but don't expect to see a big explosion in your likes or anything like that unless it's really good content. If you want to take it super seriously, do five a day. In fact, I uh, watched a video in researching this this uh, podcast. There was this one guy who's super popular. Um, I can't say his name because I don't recall it, but he made a YouTube video about TikTok and he was talking about how what he does is he waits till two or three in the morning when he's feeling his most loopy and crazy and sleep deprived. And then he just throws together five or 10 super crazy, stupid videos um, and then puts them up in the morning or puts them up whenever. And creating that content in mass and then putting it out there later works for him. It makes sense. He can make funny videos and memes because his brain is working funny in a weird way, but he's creating that. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk is on TikTok. He's getting popular and he's just taking other content that he's done, finding 15 seconds that resonates with kids and then sticking captions and funny stickers on it and things like that. It works. It's a great platform. It's a cool platform. I'm singing on, I'm, I'm just, I'm repeating myself at this point. So I'm going to bring this uh, long, long talk to a close, but I really hope you found value in this podcast. Um, I hope that you do take a serious look at TikTok. Um, take a look at getting a professional account and, and make sure that it's something that, uh, that you can fit in. See how you can. I mean, here's the point. This is the final takeaway of this podcast. It's a key takeaway. Flood content. Crazy, crappy, epic, on point. Follow the trends and use them, especially in music. Um, your audience is going to find you. They will seek you out if they like the content you produce because they'll want to get more of you, okay? So that's what it's all about. That's the bottom line. Now, you may be thinking to yourself, okay, but how can I tell which song is about to blow up? That's a good question. Pay attention. Go, when you get when you go to, to, to check the trending or you check whatever shows up on the For You page, if it shows up on two videos consistently, then you know it's going to be big. It's about to be huge. Jump on that now. Make a video with that song in it. Uh, if you see it show, literally two or three videos, if you see that show up on your For You page, that's the one you want to do. Uh, especially if you close out of it and then, you know, shut down the app and then come back in and you see two different videos or the same two videos that have that song, but it's not all over your feed yet. That's when you grab that song and you, you do a video with that in your background or however you want to use it. So I hope I've given you a boatload of hacks and tips and tricks on how to use TikTok. Now, TikTok, as I mentioned, is an ever-evolving, fast-moving platform. So all of these tips may be irrelevant in three months, but from what I can see of what my experiments are and of people that I've been watching very closely, um, historically, I, I'm going back to old content that they first created that got big. Those are my tips and tricks. So if you uh, feel like I spoke too fast and said too much, re-listen to this podcast with a piece of paper and a pen and take notes because um, I'm telling you, I just, I just gave you probably about 10 hours worth of research and I did it in half an hour. You're welcome. Thanks again for tuning in, folks. And until next time, put out content, get out there and be yourself. 
be authentic, be true, and uh, don't be afraid to experiment. Dig deep, my friends. Thank you.